Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 209, season 9. Today's date is March 28th, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, uh, I will talk about three things. Uh, number one, I will talk about Cal's Roast Beef. Uh, this restaurant is still remembered to this day and it was in business during the 1970s and a lot of people miss it uh second i will talk about the 50th anniversary of the album recorded by pink floyd the dark side of the moon yeah i'll talk a little bit about that uh my memories of that particular album and third i will talk about my recent interview with chicago magazine oh that's that was a surprise (laughs) to everyone I kept it in, and uh, that was a lot of fun. So, right now the program will go into a commercial break, and this program is brought to you by Mr. Muscle Oven Cleaner. (laughs) I remember this product very well. And here's a commercial from the late 1970s. When you listen to the commercial, you will recognize the actress speaking. And once it's over... And when I return, I will tell you who it is. Okay, so sit back, kick off your shoes, and relax, and I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. Be a good cook, Mother said you'll get a man. What did I get? 25 years with my head in a dirty oven, scraping, scrubbing. Well, there's a really different oven cleaner that's less work. Sure, sure. But it's specially formulated to work overnight. Oh. Introducing Mr. Muscle. Spray it on at night. While you sleep, its self-scouring foam penetrates through and absorbs baked-on grime. Next morning, just wipe clean. Mr. Muscle, you're a good man to wake up to. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Mr. Muscle, oven cleaner. That actress that is that was speaking in the commercial was none other than Charlotte Ray. <laughs> you remember her from Car 54 from the early 60s and also from the 1970s, uh, Mrs. Garrett, uh, the housekeeper from Different Strokes. And then she moved on to the spinoff, the facts of life. Oh, she was a funny lady, a wonderful actress, you know. And uh, 
I love the show. Uh, to tell you, I like Facts of Life better in different strokes. I don't know why. <laughs> There's some strange appeal to this show. Again, I once I start once I, an episode is on, I'll start watching it. You know, it's uh, I can understand why. Uh, some of the dialogue's kind of weird, but that's okay. But I like the show. I really did. It's fun. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I talked. To, I mentioned the three things I will speak about: is the restaurant uh, Cal's Roast Beef, also the 50th anniversary of the album by Pink Floyd, The Dark Side of the Moon, and of course, my interview with Chicago Magazine. All right. Uh, before I get started, uh, one thing: uh, I was going to the doctor the other yesterday. No, last week. Excuse me. I finally got my test results. Uh, not the urologist, my regular doctor. He says, uh, you're okay. Uh, your cholesterol's fine. Actually, I've taken medication. Your cholesterol is way down. So that's good news. Uh, your heart rate is good. I had an EKG done. Your blood pressure is great and all that. Uh, I had a PSA done, but I'm not going to reveal it. No. I'll save that for next uh, in a few weeks. But uh, it's promising. So that's good news. So I'm going to see the urologist just to be sure. Uh, the only thing I'm concerned is my calcium and my body is a little high. And my doctor said uh, you have to, t- uh, it's probably due to the effect of the Orgavix, the prostate cancer drug that's controlling the PSC. Okay, so we'll see what happens. You know, maybe the, the doctor will take it off or try another one. Uh, I'm a little concerned. Because if I if he takes off of me, the PSA will rise. So we'll see. It's up to him. Uh, for the Xtandy, the other one, uh, it's working. I'm less tired now, and uh, not sweat, not warm, not really. Uh, that's gone away since about the past few days. Still a little fatigue, but uh, I can't do like uh, like chores and all that. I do a little bit, then I lie down. It's hard. It really is. So uh, I'm trying. I'm trying it because I miss walking. I want to go back to my walking. Yeah, it feels good. I'm eating well and uh, I've lost weight a little bit, not too much. Everything's okay. I'll keep. I'll keep you. Uh, um, I'll keep you posted as uh, time goes on. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Now let's go back to the good stuff. But first, I'll talk about the uh, the interview for Chicago Magazine. Uh, I was contacted by someone, and he said, well, why don't we get together and we can talk about your podcast? And I said, oh, okay. So we met We met up in uh, Vito and Nick's, that famous pizza place on 84th Street and South Pulaski. I... Because it's right near my, it was right near my old neighborhood. I didn't go much there when I was growing up. Uh, I went to I had my pizza at Luigi's at first, and that was a little south. Of, well, not really south. It was like uh, yeah, a little south across the street. Now it's Conti's. Uh, then uh, that was a, it was very popular then uh, from the 60s and 70s. Oh, the pizza, I miss it. It's delicious. Of course, there's Angie's Pizza across the street. That is good, too. Okay, so we suggest to go somewhere iconic for lunch and then have the interview done. 
And we talked about, uh, he was asking me questions about the neighborhood, uh, the places that I remember growing up because I grew up in South Shore, Roseland, and then to Ashburn. Uh, South Shore, I know, I remember a few places because it was very little because I left when I was uh, six or five or six, like in 1969. Then I moved to Roseland and we lived above a shoe store where my father owned the property that was shoes on Michigan Avenue near 111th Street. And I talked about them, Gately's People's Store, all the stores. It was a magical place. It was beautiful and all that. And then we moved to Ashburn in 1974. And, uh, I, and I, was, I was explaining to the reporter that, um, you know, all the places I hung out, you know, when I was a kid, like Edwards Drugstore, Barnaby's Pizza, Toby's, uh, this is during high school, and also the White Castle's across the street. So we got, I got into my car and, you know, he came with me. He came by bus. And then uh, we drove around the neighborhood. Oh, by the way, the pizza was delicious. So, <laughs> and uh, we drove around night point, and then we went to my old house. Uh, we didn't go inside, and uh, they, it's changed so much. Uh, it's uh, painted. It looks nice. It really is. Um, the garage is remodeled. Uh, they have a gates. Uh, no gates but the, in the front it's gated and uh the front lawn is gone it's just paved like that that, that was bizarre and the front porch is painted black it used to be like uh gray it's kind of bizarre i don't know why it's their house they could do what they want because we i lived there from 1974 to 1995 and then i moved to the suburbs and then uh so I, I I was waiting and waiting for it to be published, and then uh, the reporter asked me a few questions, and then uh, it was published on Sunday, and then that was that was nice. And then uh, I asked him, "Can I post uh, this uh, all over social media?" I says, "Of course, you can do that. Just to generate view, uh, readers like that." And uh, I have a lot of texts and uh, emails and people who commented on Facebook and Twitter, and they said, good job. I loved the interview. It's wonderful. It really, it really is wonderful. So I, a big thanks to Chicago Magazine and also to the reporter uh, Edward Robert McClelland. His name is Ted. Sorry, Ted. <laughs> Very nice man. Very nice. And... Uh, he was fascinating. And also in the article, there's a picture of me and my brothers in front of the Chicken Unlimited. On, that was on in front of uh, that at 111th in Michigan. I miss that place. And so do a lot of people. It was good chicken. Mm. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to read the article, please do. Go to chicagomag.com. It's right there. And it is titled, Revisiting What Has Disappeared good title and it's uh it's about me talking about uh van chicagoland on my podcast and my memories of businesses that faded in history which is true yeah because uh i won't i don't know i won't read what's in read what's in the article you have to read it for yourself it's uh, not lengthy but it's a good size I enjoyed it very much. I showed it to my family. I've got feedback from my, fa uh, you know, from them and friends, uh, some people from church. 
you know, and so, a couple of people from the media, they loved it. That's great. Thank you again, Chicago Magazine, and thank you, Ted. Okay. <clears throat> right now, we're going to talk about uh, cow's roast beef. Okay. We'll talk about that. Uh, there's not much history about this place, uh, just my memories, but uh, this is what I can find uh, recently about this. Let's see what we got. All I know is, is a um, the man who founded the place, his name was Richard Blankenship. And he was the president of Archie's Food Systems, and he operated Cal's Roast Beef. And I, and I think it opened about 71, 72, something like that. I lived in Roseland. I didn't, there was no locations there. Is until I moved to Ashburn in 1974, and then about later on, some people mentioned this place. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, and then it, it became very popular. It was famous for roast beef. A lot of people say it was better than Arby's, and I, you know, I quite agree with that. <laughs> yeah, Arby, Arby's is still around. I just had lunch over there not too long ago. Yeah, it's still okay. But it's not the same. And then, um, so it, I don't know which restaurant opened. It, some people told me maybe it was uh, up north or south, somewhere in Homewood or Des Plaines. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I really don't know. And then it just expanded and became, became very popular. And they loved it. They really did. And, uh, I found the locations of the place. Uh, before I get to the locations, I'm going to tell you my memory. Uh, I remember a memory of going there. Uh, one time, my fam uh, my mom and my brothers, uh, we went to church, and then we met up with a friend of hers with her kids. And she, she, she suggested, why don't we go to Cal's? And I go, well, what's Cal's? You know, I never heard of this. My mom didn't know either. And she's she's been there before because she moved uh she lived in Pales Hills. And she says, uh, let's go. And I said, all right. So we go. My mom was a little reluctant because she doesn't eat out, not fast food. But the one we went to was at in Worth, Illinois. And this was located at 6711 West 111th Street. And uh, I was amazed that so we ordered and we ordered roast beef uh my mom ordered roast beef sandwich which i was very surprised that she loved it she really did she liked arby's at first you know we went another time at arby's that's uh still there at 78th and cicero in scottsdale in the scottsdale neighborhood that is she liked that but it's changed but in worth uh we went there and like i said my mom had roast beef sandwich, and we had some fries and onion rings, and oh, it was great. And then we went a couple times after. This was on Sunday, and we enjoyed it. We really did. And my brothers liked it, too. I loved it, too. I went a couple of times with my friends, maybe during high school, and sometimes alone. <laughs> I always do that you know, when you're hungry. And uh, it was amazing. It really was. Uh, it was delicious. And the um, they did not just have uh, 
before before I get to I'm sorry before I get to the the uh, locations I will talk about the lo the menu of this place. First, it was called uh, Cal's Corn Fed Beef. I think they changed it later to uh, roast beef, Cal's roast beef, and they had. Uh, not just roast beef, they had ham and Swiss, and the bread was like rose, uh, ham and Swiss, and the corned beef and the Reuben were on Rosen Rye, I think it's that brand. And uh, so they had ham, roast beef, ham and Swiss, uh, uh, Reuben. Okay, let me start it over. They had roast beef, ham and Swiss, corned beef, Reuben. They also had uh, ranch dog, chili dogs, so there were hot dogs, they had fish. Also, they had hamburgers, you know, hamburger, cheeseburger, you, if you want to double, help yourself. They had chili. They had children's specials and senior citizen discounts. That's kind of cool. And then if you had uh, coupons, you can use those as well. Also, I remember they had, I remember the trays of that. Um, it was like cafeteria, you know, like Bonanza or like in the cafeteria. You pick them up. I found a couple of trays on eBay. Like that, I posted them like a few years ago on my page, Fantasy Colin. Also, they they were selling like comic books at the time. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Like that, it really was. And then uh, let's see. Yeah, so I I never had a hamburger there or a cheeseburger, just a roast beef. That's what I think most people went there for. That they really did. You know, for that particular uh, pro item, and uh, a lot of people were very happy. So here is the locations. Uh, I'm going to read off. It might ring a bell if you still live in the area or you have moved away. That's fine. So here we go. Uh, I mentioned it was at 6711 West 111th Street in Worth. Also, it was at 1560 Lee Street in Desplaines. Also, uh, it was in Elgin, 1169 Dundee Avenue. Also in Schomburg, 426 Higgins Road. Also in Dalton, 1144 East Sibley Boulevard. Also in Waukegan, 557 South Green Bay Road. Also in Oaklawn, at 95th and Cicero. I remember that. Uh, also, it was at... 9001 Milwaukee Avenue in Niles, also uh, 18 West 202 Ogden Avenue in Westmont. Also, it was in Lansing at 173rd and Torrance by I-80. Also in Alsip at 127th and Route 83, you know, near Tri-State. And uh, also in Homewood at 183rd Street and Dixie Highway. And they had one in Griffith, Indiana. They had that too. And then they added more locations. And I'll try to remember like that. Let's see. So they did have one in near my neighborhood, and it was at 8231 South Cicero. That's probably near Bonanza, right there, right there in the border of uh, Chicago and Burbank. And let's see what else. They had one in Wakanda, Illinois, 4088 uh, Liberty Street, by Route 176. Uh, they had one in Rich. Richton Park at uh, 222 South Governor's Highway. Also in Rolling Meadows. Uh, I don't have the address. Um, the open in St. Charles. Uh, 
Let's see. So, and also uh, two in Wisconsin, one in Kenosha and one in Racine. Also in Indiana, they opened one in Gary and another one in, oh no, and then in Maryville, Indiana, and also in Valparaiso. They opened one there too, like that. And uh, let's see. They also had Chicken City. They had Chicken City. Um, that was like a, a place next to it. So if you wanted, if you didn't want uh, roast beef or a hamburger, you go get some chicken, which is great. And then, uh, so not all of them had uh, Chicken City USA. The last one they had with Chicken City was in Crete, Illinois. It's a little way south, like that, like a little county. And that was in business for a long, long time. And then it stopped about eh, maybe 10 years ago, maybe less than that. And some people went there and uh, I don't know if they sold roast beef. I don't think so. They just sold chicken. According to some people on Facebook, they said it was good. It was good. It really was. So, And then um, all of a sudden, uh, in 1980, they were sold. I don't know the reason why. Uh, they just, uh, I guess uh, the president wanted to get out of the fast food business and concentrate on other things. So some of them uh, converted into Arby's. They sold them to that. And others just closed down. And there are still buildings, uh, maybe a couple buildings that you, they have the architecture and you would drive by and you recognize it. It is Cal's. You would do that. And, uh, you know, that was uh, disappointing. I'm sure a lot of, and other people were probably disappointed as well because, uh, wow, <laughs> it was amazing. You know, they didn't, I don't remember if they advertised on TV. I don't. I think so. Maybe on Channel 32 in Chicago. Maybe. Probably. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I guess word of mouth worked <laughs> for the for this place. So so that's another uh place that went into oblivion. <laughs> you know, but uh that's a shame. It really it really is. I wish Cal's would come back. Not doubt it. <laughs> Okay. Right now, um, I would take a quick break. And uh, when I come back, I'll talk about the 50th anniversary of the album, The Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. So um, just sit back and I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, everyone, I am back. Uh, that was a quick break. Right now, I'm going to talk about the 50th anniversary of the release of Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Um, you know, that uh, studio album that was uh, very innovative and very, 
very unique at that time. So I'll give you a little history and a couple memories of this. Uh, it was released on March 1st, 1973. And it was recorded in London by Pink Floyd. Uh, uh, this, let's see what we got. So you know, um, I'm trying to get the... Let's see. So all the lyrics were written by Roger Waters. So that's good to know. <laughs> like that. And the rock band, uh, they were formed in London in 1965. Uh, they were popular, but not as popular as before. So the Dark Side of the Moon was their eighth al album. They recorded other albums previously, but... Uh, I don't think a lot of people knew that. Yeah, they didn't know. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, so, like I said, it was recorded by uh, by four guys like that. And uh, let's see, there was uh, Sid Barrett, David Gilmore, Roger Waters, uh, Richard Richard Wright, and also on the drums was Nick Mason. There were others that went there. They came and go, you know, they came and went, you know, like that. Uh, actually, to tell you the truth, I liked The Wall when I was in high school. That that album was good. <laughs> I have to confess like that. So about this album, Dark Side of the Moon, what's unique about this is uh, the album cover where you have the prism. It was black with uh, the prism and with the the light, you know, with the rainbow light going through. When I first saw this, I was, I was kind of taken aback. It was like, wow, this is gorgeous. Whoa. I first saw this album cover uh, when I was on the school bus in elementary school. Somehow some, some kid brought it and uh, I was afraid to ask, you know, and then, but I asked somebody, this kid next to me goes, what is that? What is, what's that album? He said, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. And I go, oh, okay. And uh, so later on, um, to well, before I get into that, I never owned this album. I've got to be honest. I know I'm going to get a lot of booze and all that, but I never owned it. And I never did. So I always listen to it on the radio, usually on uh, WLS, AM or FM radio. Uh, also, then on the loop, they used to play that all the time, or WCKG, but I think it was the loop they played, uh, 97.9, during high school. And uh, also, uh, I don't know if WMET played it, 95 and a half uh, FM, maybe, uh, probably. Anyway, uh, so the tracks on the album were, uh, were f just legendary. You know, and their famous songs. So I'll read them off real quickly. Uh, they all, like I said before, they're all written by Roger Waters. Uh, number one, it was uh, "Speak to Me." It was instrumental. Then you have "Breathe in the Air," and then you have "On the Run." And "Time," that's a good song. "The Great Gig in the Sky." Oh, people like that one. <laughs> they like that song. Also, that was side one of the album. Side two was Money, the most famous song of all. 
And uh, you know the beginning of the song you hear, like a cash register, or like uh, you hear coins dropping, you know, like a, or like an adding machine, you know, with dropping the coins in there. You know, it's like, and you, you know, like you enter the keys and then like that. That's kind of cool. And then you have us and them, any color you like, brain damage, and then you have eclipse. You have that. So um, it was released and then uh, the sales was phenomenal. And it became one of the best-selling albums of all time. And it was, uh, and it remained on the Billboard 200 for 736 weeks, non-consecutive weeks. It was there all the way from March 17th, 1973, all the way to July 16th of 1988. Long time. And then, uh, then it reappeared in the early 80s, early 90s. And uh, it's still, you know what? It's still selling. I think it is. It's still selling. Oh my God. It's uh, people are still buying it, I guess. But what, well, right now you download it and you buy it on Apple Music or um, you can listen to it on YouTube if you like. But I prefer, like an old fogey like me, you like to listen to on a record player or like that. And it's wonderful. It really is. And, uh, I was going to buy the record album in at the record store near my house uh, in Ashburn, at Cruising Music too, but I didn't buy it. I, I don't know why, uh, but I think my brother did. I think he did buy it, and uh, I don't know if he still has it or we. I don't know where it is or he took it with him. He lives in California. But uh, I'm glad you did. And uh, we played it a few times on a record player. I don't know why I didn't buy it, but he wasn't angry at me for that. It sounded wonderful. And uh, so the record, record album, that is. You know, but everyone talked about uh, Pink Floyd in that album. And I remember when they went in concert in Chicago in the late, you know, like the mid 1970s. Oh, they were, they, it was one, it was great. You know, I'm sure they played their songs on that album, you know, Dark Side of the Moon. And Pink Floyd then uh, recorded other albums, you know, for The Wall. Uh, I like that album, I really did. And others, and then um, I don't know if the the band broke up or they just uh, they still recording somewhat, but not really like that. But they say money is uh, is very uh, a fa it's a favorite. Money and time, those are the two singles that still played on the radio. And that when I listen to it, I love listening to it on the radio or even on my apple music which is great it's been reissued it's been remastered and all that and uh which is kind of nice also uh the, the funny thing about this album in the 90s uh it was discovered when you played this album you would watch the the 1939 film the wizard of oz <laughs> And you synchronize that. And uh, that was weird. I never done this. 
And uh, I think maybe uh, some people have, you know, um, maybe some crazy idea, but I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know who thought of this idea. <laughs> maybe I'll try it sometime, but I, I don't, I doubt it. <laughs> you know, so you tried to simultaneously play the record and then watch the movie. You know, I love the movie. Always, I watch it all the time. But it's it's kind of it's kind of bizarre. It really is. Ah, who knew? <laughs> but uh, a lot of I've heard uh, when I was growing up, I heard the songs played in from other people. Like you visit their house, they play it on a uh, on a, on vinyl or an eight track or cassette. Sometimes in their cars where they had uh, a track. Uh, tapes or cassette tapes, also CDs that came later. Of course, it's on CD like that. But the album, you know, itself, like an album cover, you know, vinyl. That's a that's a classic. It really is. Okay. So uh, that's it for this program. <laughs> and uh, I had fun. I really did. So I'll do a recap of what I talked about today. I talked about the. Uh, Cal's Roast Beef uh, restaurants. Uh, they were in the 1970s. Also, I talk about the 50th anniversary of the album, Dark Side of the Moon, uh, recorded by Pink Floyd. Also, my recent interview with Chicago Magazine. All right. So uh, I will do another podcast episode probably this weekend. I know I said before I was going to wait till this weekend, but I had time today to do one, so that's great. Okay. So uh, this is because Stein is your host of Van Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I had a good time talking, and uh, I hope everyone have a great day. And here's uh, bye bye for me. I'm sorry. And here's Ray Rayner closing the show with a little traveling music, saying bye bye bye. So take it away, Ray. So long, everyone, and take care. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.